inside, oh yeah. This is the second of our Christmas 2021 bonus episodes, our stocking fillers, if you like, and I'm going to be looking at Get Back Part 2, the longest of the three Get Back films, a sort of World War Two, if you like, um, of this, what has been described as a sort of eight-hour love story between the Beatles, uh, and us and the Beatles. Uh, Get Back Part 2 um, starts where Part 1 left off, with George having left the band. See you around the clubs, he'd said, as he walked out, fed up with um, being told how to play, what not to play, or just fed up. Um, we There's a caption at the end of part one which says that there, there was a meeting held at George's house that did not go well. Um, we resume on the Monday uh, because when you think about it, what they're doing, the Beatles, is, is their day job. They're going to work. So it's Monday morning. They've got a, a project to get, going, to get back to, um, which needs to be completed by a certain date, the looming deadline for when Ringo has to go away and um, star in a, a terrible movie. And um, on the Monday morning, spirits are not high because only Paul and the very hungover Ringo have turned up. And um, there's, I think, perhaps the most affecting scene in the entire eight hours is when Paul seems to realise that it might just be those two, that that might be it. John might have left. George definitely has. It could be just those two. It's just us two. And I think he 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 sheds a tear or he gets close to crying as he as that realisation dawns on him. Um, and it's unguarded. It's truthful. It's Paul McCartney who loves the Beatles. And, and Ringo loves the Beatles. They're the two who love the Beatles, who love being in the Beatles, who love what the Beatles mean. And it could be over. Um, and then um, I think it's Mal Evans comes along and tells... Uh, Paul that John is on the phone and McCartney sort of leaps out of his chair and heads to the phone and on his, uh, we, we don't know what the phone call we, we don't hear the phone call but he comes back with a skip in his walk um, and a, a much more sunny d- demeanour when he says that John will come in um, and I think that's telling it's like oh it's it's going to be alright they're, they're going to get through this and then the single most uh, important part of what happens follows clandestinely because the, there's no camera footage. It's all been picked up on microphones that have been hidden in a plant pot on a um, flower pot or something on a table in the cafeteria. So this was not supposed to have being put down. Uh, this was supposed to be a private moment between these two men. But brilliantly, it was captured, and we hear it in full for the first time with subtitles, and it's basically Paul admitting that things have broken, John saying that 
it might be George they've broken and they haven't given him any first aid at all, offered him anything. Paul admitting that he doesn't like being the boss, he doesn't like the role he's been put in. And flat out says, you're the boss, John. You are the boss. And um, I think it cements what we've always known, that this is John's band. And that John has been absent because he's been through all sorts. He's he's divorced. He's he's or or coming up to a divorce. He's going through a divorce. Yoko and him have just tried for a child, and there was a horrible miscarriage. And that does explain a lot of Yoko's presence throughout. Is that um, John needing her and her needing him because they've got they they've they're grieving. John is also on heroin, as as is Yoko, um, and uh, the previous two projects, the White Album and the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hot Club Band, and the ill-fated Magical Mystery Tour, were poor projects. Paul is de facto the leader of the band now, but he doesn't want to be. He wants John to be, and he can never seed authority to John none of them can because he's John Lennon <laughs> it's his band so that's a very telling moment for me um, and I think it is the, the it marks the point where John comes back he's like okay let's let's stop pissing around and get on with it John hasn't brought a lot to the table he's only bought really um, don't let me down which we're going to hear 8,000 times um, it might be the best song on the album, but by the end of this project, you're sick of hearing it. Um, but what he does bring is kindness, and um, he, he's very relaxed, he's very funny, he keeps everybody ent entertained and amused. Um, um, he brings the discipline that's been missing, I suppose. Um, he, he basically brings the Beatles back together. Um, I think what else is interesting about this episode is that it's sort of full of ghosts um, from the future and from the past. It's almost like a Christmas carol version of the Beatles. Um, for example, there's a very strange blink and you'll miss it cameo from the Beatles' very first manager, Alan Williams, from their Liverpool days. Um, as talk begins to cement of John getting very enthusiastic about their forthcoming new manager, the divisive Alan Klein. It's like a, a, a tale of two Alans. Alan from the past, Alan from the future. Their future is about to uh, <laughs> not, um, be very, very bad indeed. In fact, finish for the, for the Beatles very soon. Um, as Alan Williams pops up. So this tale of two uh, sort of uh, Schrodinger's Alans are in the mix. But things do liven up with um, Billy Preston, who brings with him hope for what the Beatles could be, which is almost like a loose arrangement, because it is odd that John basically asks him to join the band. And then we hear uh, George Harrison talk about how he, he liked to ask Bob Dylan to join the band. And of course... He does for his own future project, The Travelling Wilburys, way into the future. In fact, there are Travelling Wilburys songs, as well as old Beatles songs. And the whole thing feels like it, it, it 
it's so strange how this is the only Beatles album that's been caught on film as they rehearsed and recorded and got it together, but it's the one with so much of the past and the future all mixed up. Um, Peter Sellers is in it <laughs> as a sort of cameo of being the world's most weird and awkward man. These days you get a whole um, industry of comedians who are deliberately awkward um, for effect. Uh, Aubrey Plaza from Andy Kaufman and, and so forth. But Peter Sellers was just odd. And I think he knows he's odd and he knows it's all uncomfortable and just adds nothing and leaves again like, like a ghost. It's very strange. The, um, the domestic setting of the Beatles at work of them as men, young men, um, in the very late 60s in a recording studio requiring things that people need, food and drink. So there's so much tea going around and toast and biscuits and things, the sort of, uh, the, the gaffer tape on monitors and um, cigarette ash and um, burn marks and rings left on, uh, tea rings and, and coffee rings left on pits of paper that have lyrics hastily scribbled down by Mal Evans. It feels so real, it feels like you're living there with them in this cold January um, in Savile Row. Um, in fact, there's a, 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 a point to be made, I think, about feng shui and how environments affect people because they're much more relaxed and happy in this new environment, Savile Row, than they were at, at the studio in Twickenham. As if Twickenham itself was a ghost or a haunted place that uh, brought only bad vibes, whereas a fresh start... New people and old faces welcome in, in Savile Row. That's a stretch, I suppose. But I do wonder if there are any pubs in, in, in the area because every now and again um, you'll see a very hungover Ringo or a session will resume after lunch and you think oh, they must admit to the pub. There are occasionally the glass of uh, a glass of wine being poured. Also, their children, um, Heather McCartney is delightful running through a riot through this um, episode and, and bringing lots of fun, lots of smiles. Um, there's a lovely chat between Linda and Yoko we don't catch, but it's, it's, it's like their friends sat together in the company of the Beatles as all this amazing music is being produced. Most of it seems to become for uh, be to end up on Abbey Road and not this project, as George Martin sort of is looking around to see how much they've got. Um, and the the amazing Glyn Johns, who seems to be the world's best man, uh, best dressed man, or seems to encapsulate what the 60s was like. He's, you know, those footage of people walking down the King's Road or Carnaby Street or whatever you get in anything about the, the swinging 60s and you'll see a young man um, looking at fashion and the song Dedicated Follower of Fashion by the Kinks playing. Glyn is basically that, isn't he? He is that person. He also has a very telling conversation with John Lennon about Alan Klein, him saying, I've not liked Alan, who doesn't ever listen to me and seems to have his own agenda and John <laughs> basically falling in love with him. Uh, Alan, that is, not Glyn.
Um, so the, the small bits of everyday life are as fascinating as the amazing group dynamics and the, the, the sheer gorgeousness of the music. Um, I think this might be... I've seen this episode two or three times now, firstly with Jeremy, and over consecutive nights I've watched half here, half there. Um, and I think it might be the one I return to the most because there's there's so much to it. But I'd like to see all eight hours in one sitting, if I could manage it. And I know that there's um, a plan in January to watch it day by day, following the Beatles day by day. But I think we, we're going to be returning to these episodes and this love story for a very long time. Merry Christmas! Is This Show Overrated is produced by Rainbow Alley Productions. Please rate, subscribe and share our podcast and help us reach a wider listenership. And please do get in touch. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our email address is isthisshowoverrated at gmail.com without a question mark. Drop us a line, let us know what you think of the show and what subjects artists we really ought to cover. We really do value all feedback and listener interaction, if we ever get any. So please, please get in touch.